Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Happy Life Podcast. We're doing another solo quarantine edition podcast for you guys today. I have to keep pumping this content out, baby. Um, as you guys can see, I'm all by myself today. I'm in front of my everyday setup. This is where the magic happens. This is where I edit my videos. Uh, if you guys are on the YouTubes and you guys are capable of seeing this, this is my humble little space. Welcome. If you guys are listening to this, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we are doing episode, I believe, nine, if I'm not mistaken. Nine episodes already. This is honestly kind of crazy um i am not surprised but i kind of am at the same time uh corona threw a curveball at me and a lot of shit has been happening that shouldn't have been happening um so we're here you know uh i definitely had planned on pumping these out much much more efficiently much quicker but i mean it is what it is you you gotta you gotta deal with what life throws at you but today we're going to be discussing a few different topics you guys uh, we have some interesting ones we have some deep ones we have some not so deep ones we have more fun ones this is a all over the place type of episodes but to be honest these episodes have kind of become my favorite just because i mean it's the only ones that i can pump out for you guys right now so realistically this is what you guys are going to be seeing for the next few weeks up until I can start meeting up with people, find ways to be safe about things. Because when you're doing a podcast, I mean, you can only do so much, you know. Um, there's a few collaborations around the corner that we're going to be working on. Um, if they fall into place, which, you know, I'm hoping that they do, um, they're going to be some pretty exciting collaborations. Uh, these people are pretty fresh, just like myself, but I, I believe in their talent. I love what they talk about. I love what they are about. I love what they represent. Uh, it falls more or less within my category, which it is what I believe in. And if I can grab a little bit of his audience and a little bit of my audience can go, uh, over there and check him out. Um, that would be honestly amazing because, um, I don't, I don't think I would collab with anybody that I didn't think we had a connection or a similarity. So I know that the collabs that are coming up are going to be absolutely incredible. You guys are going to love them. Um, hopefully, like I said, they fall in place. Um, but without further ado, you guys, let's get into this episode. Like I stated before, this episode is going to be kind of random all over the place. Just me ranting about things that I feel are important things that I uh, would love to share with you guys. Um, I went on to Instagram per usual. I asked y'all to submit your topics, uh, topic ideas. Um, so this is what I received. This is what I'm going to be speaking about today. If you guys are not already following me on Instagram, then these are my socials right here somewhere on the screen. Um, and if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then my socials are uncle underscore jalapeno with an N. Um, our first topic, you guys, let's not delay it anymore. Our first topic is going to be about being single or on your own. Now, I'm going to get kind of personal with this because 
somebody very close to home asked about this question and she took off on her own little life journey. She left to Texas. Rosy, Rosita, mi niña, I am so, so proud of you. So happy for you. I know that Texas is going to be the best decision of your life. These advices are for you. Uh, they are sort of tailored for you, but realistically, these are just things that everybody needs to uh, understand when going on their own or becoming self-sufficient. Um, the first one is going to be your money. If you don't understand your money or where it's going or how to save it or how much, you're going to struggle because realistically, whether you have a place or not, you're always going to need to figure out how to maintain that place. Uh, and that could be a list of things, you know, whether it's repairs, your rent, utilities, all of these things come into play. When you understand your money, you have more control of your life and that's going to transfer to every aspect of it. So my first thing, if you were to be on your own, I would say that understand your money, understand where your money is going, understand where your money's coming from and understand how much money you have. Nowadays, we tailor everything to uh, what, what the lifestyle that we think we need. When in reality, we can survive on so little, you guys, so, so little. As most of you guys are aware, we're in quarantine, obviously, and we've all had to, you know, cut our our cravings, cut our lavish lifestyles, whatever you, you know, we've all had to cut down on something. Um, and I think that it really shows how little... We need to survive to be happy. So I think that, you know, having this understanding of how how little or how much you actually need is going to be great for you. Um, so the way that I make my budget every single month, based on how much money I have per like pay period, doesn't actually base my budget. My budget is the same every single two weeks. Like my budget, I've tailored it to me. Uh, I've tailored it to my payments. I've tailored it to my uh, expenditures, my foods, my gas, my, you know, uh, my things, the, the, the chuchileras that I just fucking decide to buy every now and then. Um, and so my two week budget is actually only of $200. And, you know, like, I can survive and be very comfortable on $200 for two weeks. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean that the rest of my pay paycheck is free to play with because I don't like to play with that extra money that I have. And I think that that's where a lot of people go wrong in that every time that they get their paycheck, if they get thousand dollars they think that they have a thousand dollars to spend and that's not the way they should you should be spending your money just because you have a thousand dollars in your checkings account means that you have a thousand dollars to spend you need to really sit down with yourself and be realistic okay give yourself the wiggle room of course 
but figure out how much it is that you need to pump on gas, how much you need to use for food, and how much you use for minor expenditures, whether it's like a Starbucks coffee or a McDonald's coffee. Now, again, you don't want to make your budget based on how much you've earned. So this budget, figure it out and figure it out well. I gave myself a, a little bit of extra money just to play with so that I can treat myself every now and then to something nice. But of course, you're going to make this budget um, on based on your needs. You guys are going to see me pause and look over to my right. I apologize. That is where my notes are. That is what I'm going to have to keep looking down at to make sure that I'm not missing anything. But the first one is money. The second one is you're going to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to sacrifice something, you know, whether that is going out or um, buying yourself, you know, the shit that you normally buy from Amazon that you don't really need. Um, canceling unnecessary memberships, like really honestly sit down and understand what it is that you need and what it is that you don't need. Because when you're at home and you have all these things that you can provide for yourself without actually needing, um, those things have to go. Like you're going to have to figure out what is absolutely necessary for you to survive and not die or end up on the street. And then once you figure out your mojo and how much extra you have, then you can start putting um, accounts back active, whether that, you know, be your Netflix or Hulu or Spotify or whatever it is that you have subscriptions to make sure that you account for those so that you don't. So, you know, where your money's going to every month, you would be surprised how much you are paying in monthly subscriptions. Last year, I think I accounted an extra like three or $400 a month just in subscriptions because I had like Amazon Prime and HBO and Showtime and uh, Cinem something and I uh, had a reward system for the movies and Netflix and Hulu and Spotify and all these things that I really honestly was not using. So I cut those off and that extra money is going straight into the savings, baby, straight into the savings, which brings me on to the next one, actually, which is saving money. You need to have enough money saved up for a rainy day. We come from a generation that really doesn't understand money at all. You guys like I understand this. Trust me, I struggled with this. My girlfriend is a blessing when it comes to money. She really understands her finances. She knows how to allocate her money uh, well enough. And I don't think that I would be able to explain all of what this that I'm explaining to you without her help. Um, she's not the best at explaining this stuff, but she's really good at doing it, which is honestly what counts. So I just put full trust in her and it worked. Uh, and I am, you know, sticking to it. Uh, from there on afterwards, I think you're just going to have to learn new habits. You know, like if you were drinking coffee out three times a week, it's going to have to become one. You're going to have to give up something. You're going to have to be willing to make sacrifices so that you can 
have a a roof over your head. So be willing to make sacrifices. Uh, and from there on, on your personal side for you being on your own and independent, you have to take care of yourself. And I don't mean like get your nails done. I don't No, no, no. I'm talking about taking care of your mentals because your mentality is what's going to keep you pushing when everything else gets tough. If you don't allocate your money straight, then the, the rest of you is really honestly not going to follow through. So if you keep your mentality straight, if you keep your mental state uh, healthy, I think that's going to translate over to a lot of other aspects of yourself. Um, what honestly really helps me keep myself calm, keep myself uh, level is going out, taking myself out on a nice drive all by myself, nobody with me. Either complete silence or songs of your choice, you know, whether that be nostalgic songs that you might be thinking about or whether that may be your regular songs that you like to do all the time. That is going to be 100% up to you, but your drives really are therapeutic. They they calm you down. Um, I think that it's a sense of... Uh, control like in the fact that you control where you're going in the car um i think that translates into you you know grabbing control of your life again that's the way that i like to see them it's a little odd it's a little out there but trust me it helps you guys i have been doing this weird shit for a long time and when i tell you that as ridiculous as it sounds uh Connecting the things that you enjoy in a way that makes sense to you is going to be important. Like, I'm not saying I'm, you know, like out there, but I'm pretty healthy. Like, mentally, I am pretty okay. And I think that if that's fine, everything else has a solution. Like, I, I don't think that anything is impossible the only thing that like you absolutely cannot fix is death and as long as you're alive like you're you're chilling honestly you're chilling the the other thing that i really honestly enjoy doing and it helps a lot is taking some time to yourself like find a really cool chill spot that you enjoy going to that you love going to um, for me, that is the beach. I love to go to the beach. I love to just hear the sound of the waves, um, as long as I have music in the background as well. Um, there, I don't know what it, I don't know what it does to me. I really honestly don't know. Um, but it, it, it mellows me down a whole lot and it really allows me to, to understand what I'm going through, uh, to think about the shit that I've you know, been experiencing, uh, absorb it all and execute it in a way that is going to be effective for me. Just make sure that you, you know, you, you honestly take care of yourself. Um, last one, I think it's going to be the most positive one is you're independent. Like you are 100% on your own. 
there is nobody that you can let down other than yourself. Like nobody is counting on you. If you really want to, you just, you know, just say, fuck it. Like I'm going to stay at home. Um, there is a little bit of danger to that. You know, like don't just become the person that stays at home all the time. Uh, if it's affecting you negatively. So like, if you obviously notice that by staying home all the time, you become depressed or sad, then don't stay at home all the time because being inside the house 100% will fuck you up. I mean, this quarantine is proof of it. Um, unfortunately, there has been a, a rise in suicides. There's been a rise in domestic violence. Um, motherfucker. I think that the independency of just being on your own and not having to a count on anybody or uh, have anybody counting on you, I think is an amazing freedom that you need to understand that you have now that you're on your own. Uh, finally, I am so proud of this girl, my cousin Roxana. Again, she took off to Texas. Girl, I am so proud of you. That takes balls to just get up and go and start over somewhere else. Um, I am extremely excited to see what this new life has in store for you and i honestly can't wait to watch you grow you know like to just transform into the the butterfly that you are meant to be um i am 100 confident that you're gonna be okay um if for anybody else is trying to take that next step into moving out and being on your own then those are some great advice from myself to you I, I don't know, like, I mean, being on your own, uh, I think it's a little tough, but I mean, you can really honestly take it anywhere. Like you're, you're 100% on your own. You can sit in your room and do absolutely nothing. You can meditate for the first time if you've never done it because you know, like you're, you're available. You have the, the time nobody's you know counting on you or anything like that. Um, you can explore religion, you know, like if you really wanted to, um, I'm cool with talking about that actually is a big topic is a bit of a touchy topic. You guys, I know that not everybody, I know that not everybody understands where religion stands in their life, um, where faith stands in their life. Whoa. Did I just lower my voice a little bit? Yeah, I think I did. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man, religion is tough. Okay. Uh, I think that the first we're going to talk about why religion and why not. So I think that when it comes to a religion, your your reason for believing is really going to be the driving factor in this episode of your life you know it, whether you have doubts or you need help or you're going through a really rough time or maybe it's tradition and it's been in your family for a long time i think understanding what you want from it is going to be a huge factor and how much you're going to benefit from a religion. I think religions are important. As long as they can stay free of politics. I think that a church uh, and a religion 
can really honestly transform a person, whether that be from uh, a broke to a rich and an angry to a happy. Like, I think that religion does something to people um, and it has a place in society. You know, uh, morality is a huge one. When people don't understand that there is morals, you know, um, that there is rights and wrongs, that there is consequences for good and evil. And that really, honestly, you guys can come from anybody, you know, whether it's vibes, whether it's energy, whether it's religion, whether it's karma, like, honestly, just understanding and believing in something really does something to people, you know? So if, if you're, if we're talking about faith, I think that when I get into this topic, I really like to get on this topic about everything because faith doesn't just come from a religion. Uh, it, it, you can have faith on your energy. You can have faith on your vibes, or you can just sim simply believe in something like good karma, bad karma. And it's like having faith in that will allow you to act accordingly, you know, and, and it's going to give you a sense of accountability because you understand that you're doing something good or you're doing something bad. I think a lot of people really honestly don't believe in good karma, bad karma, or good vibes, bad vibes, something positive or negative. Like, a, a, they really honestly, I don't think that anybody believes in this shit anymore because they don't act like it. Like, if we look at where we are in the world right now, it's it's really honestly terrible to see how far and derailed we've gone off from doing the good thing and the bad thing. Like, we don't have any morality that holds us accountable for doing the wrong thing. And I really honestly think that's exactly the reason for why we are where we are. So when it comes to faith and religion, I think that really, honestly, the number one, uh, I would num I would say the number one outcome from uh, having faith in something is the the morality that the morality that comes from 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 doing the good or the bad and just understanding that there's a good and an evil and understanding that every positive or negative action that comes from you is going to have an effect on somebody or something. Um, I, I live my day every single day believing in that I am not more important than anybody else, but also that nobody else is more important than me. Now, obviously that has a certain limit. I'm not going to treat my boss like a idiot because obviously he has that seniority. He has that uh, position. But when it comes down to a humanitarian level, is that the word? I hope that's the word. I believe that nobody's better than anybody else. That partially came from religion uh, at the point where I was believing in a religion. I know, I know, I know. That's a big one. I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to get into that as well. Um, that that definitely came from there. There is no denial. I'm not going to give credit to anybody else or anything else. I 100% know and understand that 
my sense of morality has come from my religion because I'm Catholic. I don't know the if there's strains or <laughs> lines. I really don't understand the 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 difference between Roman Catholic and something else Catholic. Okay, I really don't. I'm Catholic. Let's keep it simple. I am from Mexico. You can determine. I don't know what strain of Catholicism we have. Uh, the Spanish one, maybe. I don't fucking know. But what I do know is that it has been uh, in my family for generations. I know that my grandma was extremely religious. My great grandma was very religious as well, to my knowledge. Um, and my, my grandma, I, I do remember her going to church every day you guys this is not a joke sometimes twice a day this lady went to church goes i think she still goes she's getting older um this lady would go to church more than she would brush her teeth i'm i'm 100 sure of that okay <laughs> and and i watching her devote herself in this way to to religion um Obviously, when I was younger, I didn't understand it. But now that I'm a little bit older and I'm able to comprehend everything that is um, that, that comes with all this, I, I understand where she was like that the, the amount of devotion that you have to have for something to 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 go up and down a hill like twice a day, a big hill, older lady up and down a hill all the time every day from i don't know i've been i was born in 96 i to my knowledge she's been doing it since before i was born since my mom was born she's 40 something so every day this lady would go to church and like that amount of devotion does something to people and um i'm not religious you guys i'm not i don't believe in a religion but i do i i am open to believing in a god if god him or her whatever it is was to come down and um present themselves and say i'm god uh, i owe a lot of people money for that if that was to happen but if that was to happen, then I am 100% open to believing in that. It is extremely crazy that every time I talk about not believing in a God, not believing in a religion, I immediately see a sign. Like five minutes max. Um, one time I was listening to this song. I don't remember the name of the song, but at the end of the song, there was a dialogue of a man asking God why he was punishing him when he was the good guy living in the ghetto, having no money, having to provide for his family. I remember asking out loud in my car the same question. And this was at a time when I was a little bit rough in my life. Um. So I remember asking this question, you know, and I immediately, as soon as I got off the freeway on the side of the street, there was 
people holding up their uh, like Jesus signs and, you know, God saves and all that stuff. And I immediately got chills because I understood the the first of all, the chances, you know, uh, I drive home every single day uh, from work, same route. I out of the year, I maybe see those people there at the corner unplanned, maybe three or four times a year. So the chances were extremely slim of me getting off the freeway and seeing these people there. So understanding that and knowing that it, I don't know. It was extremely weird. It was really weird. Uh, and it happened more than once. This has happened two other times after this same thing. I am, uh, Sometimes I'm not even I'm not even low. I just like to question shit because I like to question shit. Um and again, like literally, this has happened to me 3 times. Each occasion, same scenario, in the car questioning God, come up to a red light, people on the street holding up the signs. And they they have been sparred pretty far away from each other because I kind of like fall into the spit of, uh, of belief. And then I go some time, obviously, you know, uh, learning new things and questioning new ideas. Uh, and I fall back into the same place, but it's extremely weird to me. Um, I, like I said, my grandma went to church every single day, twice a day for as long as I can remember. So like, just, I don't know, some, something feels connected in there somewhere, but I have a pretty big problem with where religion is and, uh, how it serves people now. And, and, and honestly, to me, I just, whenever I feel like I absolutely need God, I will sit on my bed and close my eyes and if I really need to, honestly, I will talk to God, whether he listens or not, whether she gives a fuck or not, um, whether it wants to help me or not, it's up to him. But I just feel like you should be able to talk to your God from any point in your household, wherever you are, really, I feel like you should be able to speak to your God. Um, so that is why I have a problem with believing in a religion or a church. Um, I've explained this a little bit before, but I'll do it again. So I absolutely hate when people go to church every Sunday, they donate money to church by the month and they still act like pieces of shit. <laughs> like honestly, like literal pieces of shit like they just do the worst things to people they treat everybody disrespectfully like they're extremely self-centered i can't stand when these people go to church and donate money to church all the time and then on their off time they're doing these things and i just really honestly don't understand that so i i kind of just decided on my own that I really didn't want uh, 
to hold anybody accountable or like the way I see what they're doing is they're kind of washing the shit that they're doing with a religion. Like, well, I can do this shitty lifestyle every day of the week. And then on Sunday I'm cleansed and I really honestly cannot, I, that doesn't sit well with me at all. Um, after that, I don't like holding somebody accountable for my accomplishments and my failures. Like, I really honestly believe that you are 100% accountable for the shit that you do, both good and bad. And if you take yourself to a good position, thank yourself. Like, if you honest, honestly, you've been working your ass off, probably. Like, I know if something good ever comes out of me, I have been busting my ass. Um, so when it happens, like there was a reasoning for it, you know, like, and, and I don't, I, it brings me a, a sense of meaning. Cause like, I know that I worked hard for that shit. So it, it doesn't leave any space for anybody to, to have provided it for me now going the other way, like fucking something up and understanding 100%. That it was your fault. God fucking damn. I understand 100% that I fucked that up. I live in the ghetto. Excuse the car alarm in the background. I apologize. I'll try to talk a little louder over that. Oh my god, bro. Like, really? Shut up already. As I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by the motherfucking car alarm. Um, I like the accountability of just holding myself accountable for my own shit. Like if I ever fuck something up, I want to know that I fucked it up so that the next time that this thing arrives, I am prepared for it. That's how I work. I, I enjoy that. I, it's gave me a sense of responsibility that a lot of people I think don't have because, um, I don't know, you know, that's their reasoning. Uh, I know I'll tell you guys the story. At one point, I did decide that I was going to hold everything up to God, both good, bad, mid, everything. And um, yeah, it was so easy, like super easy to just hold God accountable for all the good things, the bad things. Everything that came to my life, I decided that I was just going to hold God accountable for it. I tried that for a little bit. Um, and it really, honestly, it was kind of meaningless to me. It was a little bit boring. Um, I didn't feel like I was learning anything. I just felt, I mean, it, it, it feels weightless. So when shit gets heavy, you're going through something real rough. You have a, a big workload. Um, if you can, if you decide that you want to give uh, religion and belief a Christ, a belief, a, hello? If you if you decide that you want to give religion and uh, belief a try, uh, I will tell you that you you do feel a little bit more um, easy, more relaxed, just because you're you're blaming everything on factors that are out of your control. So uh, there there's a sense of of easiness that comes along with that. And I gotta be honest with you when. She hits the fan and starts 
to get real rough, um, that does help. It really, it really could help somebody. Um, I'm thankful enough that I really honestly don't need that help, but I understand why and how it would help somebody at some point. All right. Now for the very last, um, step in this topic, I want to, I want to leave you guys with a few pointers on how to devote yourself and, um, give your, your belief and your faith to, um, to something or somebody, um, go full trust. Uh, when, when you decide that you want to believe in something, just hand it all, you know, put it all in and, um, just allow it to be out of your control, out of your reach. Um, give this power to, um, your personal belief, whatever it is that you're putting that on, um, give that up and accept whatever comes your way. Just be very open-minded about what is going to come your way. And I think that eventually you will flow into uh the state of things you will you will feel uh what i'm describing and yeah i mean there's a lot of really honestly beautiful things that can come from this especially if you are like i said somebody that really needs to help um i, I know why people call it saving because if i was in extreme dire of help and i had felt this relief, this, this sense of relief, um, I would believe that I'm being saved as well. Um, from there, you know, you can take this topic, however you like. Um, I like this topic. I'm passionate about it. It's just really sensitive to, to talk to people about it. I, I hope that I did a solid job at explaining both, you know, both sides of it, why and why not, and how to go about it. From here, we're going to move into my next topic, which is the beautiful state of California. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about California and uh, where, where it falls into my heart where California sits in my great big heart. And I don't think that it feels like home. Um, California is beautiful. Beautiful. California has everything that anybody could ask for. If you are a person that likes nature, California has it. If you're a person that likes the suburbs, the city, California has it. If you're a person that likes to surf, skateboard, California has it. Snow, ski, California has it. Cowboys, California has it all. And yet people do their activities elsewhere. Like they choose to stay in California, but they uh, decide that they want to do activities elsewhere 
I think that if we as those the people that really call themselves Californians, the ones that say I'm gonna stay and enjoy and live in California my whole life, I think that those people need to explore California. If if California really is the place where you want to live, it, explore all of it, bro. Like instead of taking that, instead of taking that sixteen hour flight to Europe, take a three hour train ride to the middle of California and explore it. The, the people that really call themselves Californian, the ones that are, that say they're going to stay in California their whole life, I, I encourage you to really explore California the way that you want to explore it, the way that you say you enjoy it. Because otherwise, I mean, you do you really like California that much? Do you really love California that much? Um, I... The reason why it doesn't feel like home, it's just mostly because of the weather. I, I miss seasons. I had seasons at home. Um, a lot of rain. I am a rain fanatic. I love the rain. I hate I hate the rain in the city because it just doesn't feel the same as in open areas. I would love to um, purposely purposely foresee a forecast for a rainy weekend in the middle of California, somewhere in the wilderness or something, or even Northern California, all the way up North. I would love to purposely set that up and just have, just, just enjoy, um, the rain. Cause, uh, like I said, to me, home is the rain and, but I don't want to go out of my way and set up a weekend when it's also going to rain um, to enjoy this. I, I used to enjoy a, a rainy season, uh, a hot season, a dry season, all of it. And I miss it. I really do miss it. Uh, I think that I'm still looking. I don't know where I want to settle. Um I like Switzerland, Switzerland as an option. Um, I like Texas as an option. I like um, Northern California as an option, which is still technically California, but uh, Washington, Colorado. I like to consider a lot of things options, um, but I want to explore them because I, I don't think that I'm really truly going to be able to call something home unless I experience it. Um, so the way that I see it right now, I'm just looking for parking. And that is the way that I explain it to everybody. Um, I know that I'm not staying in California, but to those people that do, again, I encourage you to really enjoy and uh, visit everything that California has to offer. Because um, it's a lot. It really is a lot share it with other people bring in the tourism like bring in the the people that want to travel to california to enjoy the various things that it has uh get other people to understand what california can do for them um so that california can be better you know like um 
maybe it brings in more tourism, more money. It brings down the housing. It brings down uh, a, a, a list of things, you know, and I, I, I can see that working. Uh, it's just going to take everybody collectively to get California to uh, understand uh, where it sits on the map. From here on, we're going to move on to my next topic, which it's going to be paranormal experiences. Now, as I stated before, I come from a background where we believe in shit. Uh, and of course, when you believe in God, you have to believe in everything else. Um, I had some sketchy ass experiences with some things. Uh, and I'm going to share a few stories with you guys. The first one is uh, kind of weird. Super weird, actually. But the, the hometown where I'm from um, has some sketchy shit, bro. Like, the, the, like I, I don't believe now, like I told you guys. But when I did, there was... A real sense of scariness that came with being out at night and walking in the dark streets and that there was a sense of macabre macabre I think that's the word well the first experience is actually gonna be passed down from my parents on to me and that is La Cara de Caballo. This story, you guys, is sketch. So, story goes, when my mom and my dad got married, they were very young and there was no electricity where we were, where they were. The, the town is laid out in two halves. The middle is the river and the, um, I want to say the north side is my grandma's and the south side is us. So going north, uh, it, you, you, you have to go up a hill, not that steep of a hill, you know, a car can roll up it, but. If you understand San Francisco hills, more or less, that's the hill that you have to do. And you have to do like two of them. Um, well, they, they, they would, my mom's tradition was to go to my grandma's house on Sunday, stay there all Sunday, and then come back home Sunday night. So Sunday night. Sometimes that was anywhere between nine o'clock and sometimes it was upwards of two or three o'clock in the morning. Now, let me set the scene real quick. It is 100% pitch black. The only light that there is, is the moon, if there is any. And there is a few street lights every here and there. But if you can just position yourself in a dark street with only one street light obviously it's a very small halo of light that is given off now it's two o'clock in the morning you're walking home 
and from under the light, you see a woman, a woman in a veil. The veil's covering her face. You cannot see her face. You can only tell that it is a woman. When you look down at the feet, because she's under the light, it looks like she's walking. But as she steps away from the light and in your direction, you're able to see that she isn't touching the ground. As she gets closer to you, you can tell 100% that she's not touching the ground. Now, this story, you guys, is directly from my parents, passed down to me. And the story still brings a really big scare out of my parents. The woman comes up all the way in front of them and they ask a question who are you no response they ask the question again who are you no response my dad as the brave macho man that he is decides that he's gonna lift up the veil only to notice the head of a horse. The head of a motherfucking horse, bro. When I tell you that I see the fear in my parents' eyes when they tell this story, I can just imagine them at 26 and 19 or something that they were afraid out of their fucking minds so the story continues and it goes they decide they're gonna unveil this person then they see this fucking giant ass horse head so they take off man they go they book it they both run they decide that they're gonna run home and they finally get home now the home that they got to only has one room it was just a single room that was a picture of like a studio where it's kitchen bedroom everything they get in they close the door they lock the door they close the windows they lock the windows pitch black they don't turn their lights on because they didn't have electricity they had candle lights so they turn on the candlelight and they decide to peek out the window to see what had happened to this thing well they decide to look at the perfect time because this thing is still much further down the alley at the last light post before it gets to the pitch dark alley that is theirs. They're able to see the figure one last time as it starts to come down their pitch dark alley. It 
dissolves in thin air and becomes just one light. As it moves down, it's a very steady, dim light, uh, much like that one right there. Um, it's just a steady light. So they see it coming and it's a long way. It's not moving very fast. So they have enough time to watch it get closer. As it gets closer, they close the window. They can, if there are glass was shaded glass, so it's like green or blue. So you can see lights outside, but you can't see through. As the light passes by their house, they only see the glimmance of it in the window and they see it pass by right in front of them and out the other side and I don't think that they probably slept that night you guys when I tell you that this story still gives me the chills and it still gives my parents the chills when they tell the tell this story uh, I am not lying the next story the the, the biggest, the next biggest story, and I have a bunch of these, you guys, but I'm going to save these for a Halloween special, maybe. Um, the next biggest story and the one that freaks me out the most because I was a little bit older, I was able to understand it more, was when my niece saw a man in the closet. Oof, she was so fucking sketch. So, uh... I have uh I have a few nieces. I have one, two, three, four, four nieces. I have four nieces and two nephews. Um the, the two of the girls were playing out in the patio. Um and we used to live at a different house at this time. So the patio uh, required you to go through the master bedroom to get into the backyard patio, which is a small square. And the girls were playing out there. Well, as they were playing out there, they were coming from the kitchen to the patio. So in one of these instances of walking from place to place, uh, my niece... Um, looks in the closet and sees a man just standing in the fucking closet dark she said dark and tall man well obviously as a kid you don't know what is going on but you know not you know you you know so instead of going to the kitchen like she was she goes and finds her mom in the front yard. Um, her mom and my mom. And tells them. Mom. Who's the tall. Who's the big dark man in the closet. And my mom and. Um, my sister-in-law are losing it they are freaking out they're like obviously they're trying to stay calm so that they don't freak out the girl but they themselves are freaking the fuck out because they know that there's not supposed to be 
a tall, dark man in the closet. So they go and they check the closet and now there's nothing there. But the girl describes where the man is and there was nothing there that could have possibly made it seem like there was a man standing in there. Um, that house was 1000% haunted and whoever is living in there now, which I believe is an Asian family, uh, whatever they believe in. Yeah. That house was 100% haunted. Um, that is going to be all for my scary stories, you guys, but we're going to move on to the very next topic in this episode, which is going to be how to make goals for yourself. How to make goals for yourself, uh, both short-term and long-term, how to accomplish them, how to achieve, that's the same thing, <laughs> um, how to go after them, um, the tips and tricks that I like to do, that I like to um, challenge myself to uh, add in or, you know, th these. this is what works for me, this is what has been working for me, and I'm going to... Um, explain it to you guys real quick as best as possible. Um, the first thing 100% you have to do to be able to achieve your goals is believe in them. It, when you don't believe in a goal, you can't really set it and you can't visualize it. Uh, you, you won't be able to understand what it is that you need to do to go out there and achieve this goal of yours. Um, what it might look like to understand your goal is that you're able to visualize it. If you can see yourself doing the thing, then there is a way and there is uh, a possibility of you doing it. Now, obviously, this is going to look different for everybody, but at least for myself, I know that I'm going to have to fight for it. Um, and obviously, like this comes with visualizing it. If you, when you're able to visualize it, you know what you're going to need to get to, you know, what to need, you know, what you're going to need to do to get there. Uh, whether that be working overtime or, uh, sleeping less or going out less or spending less money or eating ramen for a month or, um, staying home for three months, a lot of shit could have happened in those three months. Um, I think that that is probably the best way to um, be able to knock something out of your list. Because when you don't really understand or uh, believe in what it is that you're setting, you're, you're going to have no motive behind it. If you don't even know where to start, you're going to, you're, it, it's not that it's not going to be possible. It's just going to take you longer than it needs to. And I think that somewhere in there, when that happens, is when people give up and and i don't want anybody to give up on their goals like ever which is why i am gonna bring this up i love short-term goals i think that we are designed to 100 grind something out for a short term achieve that goal and then rest and allow ourselves to recover and plan out the next goal now, I also like to take interest in a lot of different things, and I don't like to hold my interest in something for very long. I like to learn it, understand it, uh, be able to explain it to somebody else. That is always my goal. 
I feel like if you're able to explain something to somebody else and they are able to go, ah, that's how that works. That's when I am I'm done with the topic, <laughs> to be honest with you guys. And I, I, I enjoy that. I love doing that. And that's the same thing with my goals. Uh, sometimes I'll set myself a, a short-term goal of building a PC and then I'll just, you know, I'll decide what I need to do. I need to eat ramen for a week. I need to save up $50 for the next two paychecks. Uh, I need, you know, whatever it is that I need to do, I understand what I need to, um, give up or, um, go and do to be able to accomplish this goal. Um, as a result, I'm able to just kind of pop things up out of the blue, but no, there's a lot of planning that goes behind the shit that I do in the sense of the months prior to, um, a great example, like I'm hoping to move out really soon. And that is looking like a lot of staying home and not spending money and saving a whole lot of money and um, buying things that I might need for a house, uh, a mattress or whatever, you know, like just being able to uh, uh, slowly gather the things that I'm going to need uh, in efforts for the next long-term goal makes that goal achievable and it makes it easier to deal with not easier to do but easier to deal with when you have an easier time dealing with your goals you're going to have a, a, a better chance of achieving them and reaching them so i always like to set myself short-term goals sometimes it's on something really small sometimes it's on something a little bit bigger and less achievable and whatever i need to do to get there i'm gonna do um i like to keep my goals really personal you guys to be completely honest with you um i love just kind of uh keeping to myself and doing my own things and then um uh, taking it all in and learning from it so that when I come across somebody that wants to start a podcast, uh, I know how to help them. Um, which, by the way, you guys, brings me to the uh, not the next topic, but a, a segue. Uh, if you guys are looking to start a podcast, as you guys hear the ads in the intro of this video, um, it's extremely easy and it's so fucking fresh right now. Like it's so new that I guarantee you if you start now and consistently do it for the next year and a half, you will have a solid viewing, which is the reason why I'm doing this now, because so many people are doing it collectively right now. That is kind of like the next YouTube trend. So when you have a following and you know, um, somebody that has a following and you do a collaboration with them, their following kind of becomes your following, your following becomes their following. And then they collab with somebody else. They introduce you to them. And this is kind of like the new Hollywood. That's exactly kind of, kind of sort of how Hollywood works when you know somebody uh, and you can do somebody for something, somebody for something, you can do something for somebody. Um, you, you have a higher chance of getting to know somebody. So if you guys are considering opening up a podcast, hit me up. Honestly, you guys are always welcome to message me. Um, and I will gladly, gladly help you guys. 
I love helping people. I really honestly do. And if somebody wants to do a podcast, I will do everything in my power to help them either understand or set up or whatever. Um, but yeah, open your own podcast, you guys. Honestly, I, I wouldn't recommend I I couldn't recommend it enough. Now, obviously, uh, I have long term goals as well. Um, but my long term goals, I like to set them and forget them. But I always, I always uh, remind myself of my long-term goal. I'm just not actively working right towards it. Every action and decision that I make it, it is slightly influencing that larger goal. Um which is where I like to set my long-term goals. If you're not somebody that sets goals, I would love to invite you personally. Like, look at this video and, and listen to, you know, my fucking stupid advice. Um, I know you guys... I know that some sometimes it's really hard to believe somebody, but... Uh, I've done this a few times. Uh, this has worked. And if you are somebody that is new to goal making, you know, take it from me. I, I was at one point trying to figure out how to make my goals, how to meet them and how to achieve them. This is what works for me. And you are 100% more than welcome to give this a shot. If it works or if you enjoy it or if you like it. Then hit me back up and let me know that um, that you enjoy this goal setting information thing, magic that I'm doing here. Um, that is all for goals, you guys. And finally, the last topic, the one that I really honestly, I don't want to spend too much time on, but I really want to get passionate about. It's going to be the one that we're living through right now, the the inequalities in race, the inequalities in social status, the, the inequalities in countries. Like, it was so tough, so tough to watch this unfold at the beginning because you just don't think that it's going to happen at home. Um, it was hard to watch the riots it was hard to watch people get fucking killed by the police bro like oh my god even though we 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 know that this shit is going on has been going on for so goddamn long i mean if we can think back to when the first body cams became like a thing that the police was supposed to be able to do to wear and then they you know they were supposed to be recording all the time and that was supposed to help and even then like we still found the found a way to 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 go those to make those cameras go mute instead of just like live streaming everything um it was fucking tough bro like oh my god N just I think from a, a um a love standpoint like where where I was it it just 
you couldn't help but feel uh, the the anger in people. The the like you you couldn't help but just see the the desperation in people's eyes and and feel that energy and and it was impossible to ignore. I am, I'm somebody that believes in energies. I'm somebody that believes in vibes. And, and it was so hard to keep myself balanced around those times, man. Um, I was, I was working in the background, just kind of putting my, my name on all those petitions and reading over them and, and, and trying to, you know, like, decide on where I, I stood on each one and doing that was easier, believe it or not, was easier than watching all the updates on social media, all the updates on the news about everything that was going on. Uh, keeping yourself straight was tough around these times. Just like keeping yourself centered, like without breaking down was extremely tough. Like the, the, my, even to this day, bro, like stuff keeps coming up, you know, and it's, it's really honestly hard to protect your energy around these times. Um, I spend a little bit of time, you know, like browsing through Twitter and just, reading in the comments and i i i do i i enjoy going in the comment sections a, a lot and just uh commenting something nice to a stranger um i don't know why <laughs> i just love doing that shit um because i feel that the way that people are just bashing each other on the comment sections just commenting negative shit i i i i know personally that when you do the opposite for somebody it gives them a sense of belief so without trying to watch too much what was going on uh not ignoring it because it's not something to ignore okay don't twist my words around here i'm i know what i'm saying oh my god it's so fucking hard um, it was hard, like, just the other day, like, I was thinking about this Elijah McClain kid one last time, and, oh my god, bro, like, his story just sticks with me, because he was just a weird kid, like, a weird kid that was wearing the wrong thing, and was in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people that made the wrong choices, like, that's... It just hit home because I was a very weird kid all the time. Uh, and and a, a few videos of this kid surfaced where he's acting just real goofy. And I'll really make an effort to place these on here. Um, he's just acting all goofy and really honestly enjoying himself. Uh, and, and it gives you a sense for his characteristics. Like it gives you a sense of understanding, uh, who he was. Um, and, and just hearing the, 
hearing the the audio recording of him um come to light at, at least that the part that came to light just oh, it just breaks your heart it really honestly breaks your heart um and, and so i just had to step back uh, i had to step back and i had to make sure that other people were okay as well because um if you look at these comment sections on some of these things people are extremely heartbroken and i really wanted to make sure that i went in there and um at least gave somebody hope if nothing else at least give somebody hope that there is other good people out there that are doing the opposite of what's going on in this world so that they themselves could then go out and be nice to somebody else and just start a, a chain reaction of positivity and love and change the shit that we need going around right now um it was it was it was extremely rewarding helping other people, but more than anything, it, it allowed me to, to, to take a step back as well and, and, and analyze and, and read and feel, um, more than anything, feel and gather my feelings about this situation. Um, the truth of the matter is that this shit was going on 10 years ago. This shit was going on 20 years ago. This shit was going on. Dude, honestly, like it, it really honestly never stopped. Um, whether we want to fucking believe that or not, like it never stopped. It, it, it has been happening. The inequalities are there. Like the, the racism is there. The, 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 the whole country is built upon this belief that the white race is greater than the black race, that the poor are beneath the rich that the the working class is below the the fucking assistance in an office like ish it's fucking in stride in us i don't even know if that's a fucking word but i hope it makes sense like that is so deep in our fucking culture bro that all your kids that are below 10 is all they understand is that in order for them to be pretty they have to be light skinned and they have to be tall and they have to be skinny and that for them to live a, a a lavish lifestyle they have to be rich and they have to be famous and they understand that those things go hand in hand because guess who's a maid in the fucking tv shows the darker latina the the black lady like this shit is so in our culture you guys that it, it's it's impossible to shake off and we spend so much time in our tvs in our computers in our tv shows like we spend so much time that it subconsciously has been fucking with our head for so many goddamn years i love i love getting in depth about this topic because this is shit that I had been seeing for a long fucking time that I had been tired about for a long fucking time. To give you an example, when my nieces were nine and 10, one of them was really struggling because she didn't think that she could be pretty because she was dark in color. 
Bro, when you have to give a 10-year-old a talk about why their skin is beautiful, why they think, why the white people think that their skin is not beautiful and the reason for that not being true. Like, when you have to give this talk to somebody, that shit gets you tired, bro. Like, it, it, it makes you realize some shit. And I know that there's people out there that have had to have these conversations with people. But the same way, there's people out there that don't even realize that this shit is happening. They don't even realize or understand that these conversations are things that have been coming up on people's lives that they've had to deal with. This happened, like I said, when they were 9 and 10. And it was heartbreaking. Like, just... Having to tell a child that the reason why they're beautiful and the reason why other people don't think that they're beautiful is because of the culture and and the way that they set up the blacks and the way that they set up the whites and 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 trying to break that all down for a ten year old and reconstructing them with what is the truth and that they are beautiful that shit is heartbreaking now. The way that I explained it to them is like, look, the only reason why your skin is darker is because you have extra melanin in your skin. Melanin is the thing that controls your pigmentation and your eye color. That is all. The reason why you have extra is because where we're from in Mexico, in uh, Africa, in Central America, in the northern part of South America, that is where the equator runs. Okay? Now... As you guys fucking know, because we all take fucking the same science, apparently we can't even comprehend how the equator works. Basically, the sun is strongest around the equator. Why do you have more melanin in your skin? Because you need to be darker because you're going to be more exposed to the sun. This is natural selection just fucking happening over thousands of years. It's not anything. It's not a... A thing of class is not a thing of of uh, royalty is none of that shit. All that it has to do with is that your ancestors and the people that used to be you are at the equator. Like they are closer to the equator than anybody else. And that is why <laughs> I can't believe that I'm explaining this shit. That is why your skin is darker. Like... natural selection just decided that it was going to help you live a better fucking life because if you're going to grow up in the equator you're going to be exposed to the sun a whole lot more now the the people in the uh, northern and southern hemispheres they're lighter in color because obviously they're exposed to less sunlight when you're exposed to less sunlight you need less protection And it's so fucking ridiculous that I'm having to explain this to people because I don't know where or how this shit became a fucking royalty thing where if you're lighter in skin color, you're more likely to achieve a fucking greater career. Like, that is honestly what we've made it and I don't understand where this has fucking came from. We've known this shit for a long time. We learned this shit in science. This isn't anything new to us. So I don't know why we can't just simply identify the color of skin for what it is. In order for us to be able to break all that shit down, we're going to have to take it out of our movies and we're going to have to take it out 
of our uh, radio shows and we're going to have to take it out of our books and we're going to have to rewrite the history because obviously we can't fucking explain it right. And and I don't know how that's going to happen, but if this is the first way of of us getting this point across and then and if maybe somebody didn't know this already and like now does and understands it i know it's nothing new it shouldn't be anything new share it honestly share the crap out of this video if that's what we need to do to get people to understand color like fucking do it okay beyond that I am so sick and tired of the the way the characters are set up in TV shows. Um, obviously, that that is a, a the belief that these people have, and um, as you guys may or may not understand, um, the world is is ours to control. Like the the people that were running it back then are on their way out. They are getting to the uh, point of retirement. So the, the the next wave of people going in, if they can understand this, we can collectively possibly change this. I mean, this whole Black Lives Matter things, this whole like the wrong left and the wrong right thing, this everything, all of this that is coming to light now has been going on for a long time, but I think that more people are realizing it now more than ever. And, and I think that that's important. Now we, now we know what the fuck's going on. Like, honestly, like that's all it is. Like we don't have to play stupid. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to grasp because we didn't think that this was actually going to happen. Okay. But now we're here. Now we're exposing the truth about racist cops. And now we're exposing the truth about Black Lives Matter and everything else in between. Okay. Now we're exposing all of it, but we can also fix all of it. So from here on out, I just want everybody to at least understand where we stand in this world, which is absolutely nowhere. When you boil things down to a, a, a scientific level, we're nothing but a soup of atoms that is fucking floating around in space in this giant ball of water and rock that is just doing circles around this massive star. When we boil it down to that level of simplicity we have to understand that we are extremely lucky to be here we have to learn how to respect one another because at the end of the day we are all humans we have to learn to understand that earth is also living and obviously providing for uh a load of other things more than just us all the way down to a microorganism level all the way down to plants when we collectively understand this when we are collectively working to achieving this goal power will come and we'll be able to make something else out of this but i think for now, the only thing that I can do is 
ask you guys to spread this idea ask you guys to spread the love ask you guys to spread the positivity and and be the change and and do the things and sign the petitions and go and vote um and from here on out i think that let's just be better uh let's hold ourselves accountable for the shit that we've done um you know whether that be our our ancestral whites or like let's just understand from here on now with love in our hearts let's comprehend that we fucked up let's accept the fact that we fucked up and let's rebuild Let's rebuild this earth from the ground up. Let's work to making it a livable place for every person, regardless of race, religion, color, background, sexual orientation. Let's just rebuild it from the ground up. It's not hard. I can see it. It can be done. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys, I uh, completely uh, got lost in the sauce. Um, I'm writing right now on one of the eddies from my good buddy and friend um, over at Red's Goodies. Uh, I'll make sure to link you guys his Instagram and, and share um, these things with you because, wow, they are rocking. Um, honestly, I don't think I was going to be able to open up so much about these topics unless uh, I got that going on for myself. And <laughs> I think that, that, that it worked. It worked. It really honestly worked. I've been talking for an hour and a half. This might be a two-parter video um, because I know that most people like the 45-minute mark. So this might be a two-parter video. If it is, make sure that you guys drop a like on the first half. Make sure that you guys drop a half on this like or, or on this half. I'm sorry. Uh, and make sure that you guys subscribe. Feel free to share this with as many people as you can. Feel free to screen record this and post this on your social medias if you've heard anything or saw anything that you absolutely relate to. Uh, make sure to tag me so that I can reshare. Make sure that we, we, we're, we're reaching as many people as we can with this information because I honestly truly believe that it's valuable. I truly believe that it's genuine and um, it holds a certain amount of um, truth to it. Uh, I love you guys. You guys have been incredible. Uh, I am so uh, thrilled to still be doing this with you guys. Honestly, I was a little nervous about this whole quarantine thing. I really thought it was going to shake me off. But um, these solo podcasts have kind of been keeping me engaged. And they've, they've given me a, a sense of direction uh, in where to go with this podcast. And that it's going to be uh, full nuts, like to the glory, if that even makes sense like full pedal to the metal, we're going to aim for this change, this huge change that is in our world. Um, uh, I believe this is my calling. I honestly think that uh, <laughs> I'm going to get fucking emotional right now. Um, I, I believe that this has been my calling for a long fucking time. Um, I love helping people. I've been wanting to help people for a long time and putting this information out there um, just really um, 
gives me the feeling of helping. Um, I'm going to find other ways to involve myself in my community and the communities around me. Um, uh, again, I love you guys. Share this with as many people as you guys can. And don't forget to smash that like button. Hit that subscribe. Turn on the post notifications. And leave your comment about the favorite part of the video. Thanks so much, you guys. And I'll see you on the next one.